morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there, and welcome to this episode number 378 of the Material Podcast. I'm Andy Anatko, and with us is, once again, second week in a row, aren't we lucky, Flo Ion. How are you doing, Flo? Uh, Interrupting Flo Ion. Sorry about that, Andy. (laughs) It seems that we've kind of like, you know, listen, I had some absences, the cadence... (laughs) Maybe not exactly on track where it's supposed to be. I'm definitely still finding it, by the way, that I completely lose my voice after podcasting (laughs) because I did all about Android on Tuesday and after the show was over. And I mean, that is panel four. I was still like completely out of a voice at the end of the day. So (laughs) we shall see how today goes. Now, um, when you podcast, do you use chest voice, uh, facial voice, or mixed voice? What, what, what is your mixed, vocal placement? I would say nah. mixed. Yeah, I see. It depends on. So, like right now, Mona is awake, so more more chest. But later on, it'll be it'll be like be more concentrated up here because I'm trying not to. Sorry, that was a dumb joke. I, I was. Uh, uh, oh, was, I, was, I, was, I, I was thought you we were talking checking, shop. Well, no, actually, because uh, <laughs> I just realized. See, uh, I was checking out the Instagram of a friend of mine who is uh, actually like a, an opera performer, and uh, so she she's been posting pictures from like rehearsals because the new season starts next week for her, mm-hmm. and so she she makes a picture of this really really elaborate like uh, costume that she's wearing for like an upcoming production and she showed off how she's got like her apple watch sort of like wedged in her stocking on the inner thigh because she's like she obviously she can't be wearing it on stage but she's like god damn it this is like there's like a lot of action in this in this show and i'm gonna get i'm gonna get credit for all of my move points for this i feel that i feel that and so I was talking to her about about like oh okay, I'm actually kind of like keen to know like because there there is no workout for like opera stage performer <laughs> during a wedding scene. I'm I was curious to know like uh, what kind of what kind of uh, exercise that the Apple Watch does know about. Will it think that okay she's kayaking? Okay, no, no, she was kayaking. Now she's on an elliptical. What? No, but 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 no. Now she's curling is that possible she's gone from elliptical to curling and then i was kind of curious to know like because it has uh, the apple watch does have these really insane sort of like breathe alerts where if the sensors and think that gee i don't think that she's taken a breath as frequently as possible i should remind her to breathe as though that's not an autonomic uh, activity and so I'm, I'm, so I'm like, I'm just wondering what kind of alerts this watch is going to throw up at her, like during a three and a half performance, like on stage at the opera. Um, I don't think I don't think it'll work because I'm, I'm sure that the sensors they're designed to like be against bone on a wrist. I'm not sure that they are designed to work on a thigh, but still, if, if this is data that I would love to have if she chooses to share it with me. That's very interesting. I wonder how that works with the uh, temperature monitor. On the new Apple Watch yeah. Series Eight, <laughs> yep. and if and I wonder if it being closer to like the meteor part of the body. Anyway, True. there's a lot of things. I I just started. I'm actually taking a little break from the Apple Watch right now. I had it on for a couple of days while also wearing my Samsung watch, but I needed a little break from tracking all the data of me not doing anything. <laughs> I didn't need any more reminder. You don't need a paper trail. You're you're you're, you're, no. you're feeling bad enough, right? Well, I mean, I have my Samsung watch to do that, but exactly. I just let's just have Samsung happen. But I genuinely do 
want to give data to the Apple Watch because I I want to see the ecosystems in tandem. Like I'm totally committed to living this dual OS life now because I just want to, you know, I, I want to know everything that I should want from iOS to come to Android. Like I want yeah. to be the person that understands that. Um, and it's, it's hard. It's hard because I don't, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Cause you don't want to give up the old ways for the new ways. Right. Even though new ways are so enticing. Yeah. The Apple watch is really nice. compared. It is. To- <laughs> it is. I mean, we're, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything because we are still like, a show or maybe two shows away from uh, the October 6th event where Google yeah. having already announced the pixel watch and now doing a whole bunch of promo videos about the pixel <sighs> know, watch I'm... are actually going to show off the pixel watch. So that so this most of what I would want to say, I would spontaneously say right now, I think I should be planning to say next week or the week after. But like su- suffice to say, like the purchase of another Android Wear device or the non-purchase of another Android Wear device is very much on my mind. And as I go through it on my mind, it's like, oh, I don't, if I had an Apple Watch, the same amount of money would be getting me so many more features. And oh, but the other thing is that Apple does such a good job like of scaring people into thinking that the reason why your Uncle Andy died like oh, no, perhaps Andy. 20 years before his time was because okay. he had an Android watch instead of an Apple watch. Like, <laughs> damn you, Uncle Andy, why didn't you buy an Apple First watch? First of all, it's an infrastructure failure. Society failed you. Society all, is to blame. Excellent. Exactly. Thank you. Society. Second of all, you can't do this with the Apple watch. Which is, I bought this Ooh. super aftermarket watch band. As you pink, can see, it's pink, very pink, millennial jelly, pink. Yeah. Actually, this is not millennial pink. It's clear jelly pink. You're right. It's a it's a bit more of a mm, late Gen Xer. Okay, I'll, I'll go give with it that. there. I, I was I was about to say it would not look mm-hmm. out of place on the wrist mm-hmm. of uh, Ms. Cindy Lauper sometime in the yeah. mid to late eighties yeah. as a swatch. But then right. I I put this cute. I made this cute Pachaco as oh, Sanrio character cute. watch face. It's like purple. It's very it's very hard to show Andy on the. Um, but here's the thing, Andy. So I have every intention of wearing the Apple Watch to the Google event because. <laughs> Because I'm going to be testing these things, okay? So what I did is I bought a faux Apple Watch clasp. Where is it? It's right here. Like the pretend clasp of the Apple Watch, the way, the special way that it, it looks, clasps. It, look, it looks like the elasto, the elasto polymer, whatever band. Of exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's a different color than the Apple Watch one that I have, which is this light now i'm just showing andy my watch right i clearly i went shopping on amazon this week <laughs> um but, but anyway so i got this to wear to new york because i said well when i dress for new york obviously i pack a lot of black because <laughs> you have to be chic in new york you could be wild in california you could be sh- you have to be chic in new york so that's kind of how I, I i do my packing and so i'm planning to wear the chic watch bands i will not be wearing the jelly pink to show you in person unfortunately <laughs> Or maybe I will. I don't know. Maybe I'll bring everything. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, anyway, we we didn't mean to talk about that, but we got onto it because it's been my life. Yeah, it is. It is weird. I'm gonna, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be packing the uh, Apple's loaner like iPhone 14 Pro, but that's mostly. I don't think I'm I'm trying to tell myself not to use it during the Google event, chiefly because like I really just want to take like pictures of curtain calls. 
because I think that the if if my first and earliest phone testing innovation was taking pictures of squirrels in Boston's public garden because it's such a perfect analog for trying to get pictures of a very twitchy and energetic three or four year old who won't stay still for one damn minute. Uh, the so the, the curtain calls of the Met. Like I, I I'm in like the riffraff riffraff seats, so they're not really close up. So I'm going to use the telephoto, mm-hmm. and of course it's like dark auditorium and like after the curtain like the lights are up on the stage so it's like really really high contrast so it's a, it's a good test maybe even a, a point of failure for the thing uh and so but the thing is i i i'm gonna feel like um i don't i don't know how to put it i i don't want to be another uh like apple fanboy at a google or microsoft event and i don't know i don't know how to express that it's like, well, you'll you, be with me, so you'll be fine. Everybody true. knows oh, I am yeah. the Android girl. Okay, so already. Did, by the way, I never talk about myself like this. This is me and Andy cosplaying right now. Okay, <laughs> or may, this, maybe I'm projecting, but uh, <laughs> I am. I think what I'm going to do. So, by the way, I was thinking about which phone would I bring to video the event. I think I'm going to bring the Z Fold Four. Yeah, because I can like kind of carry it in this in this manner and it's like ooh, look at me panning i'm panning with like my <laughs> oh right i, I for, don't I, know i forgot are you so is uh, gizmodo has offices in new york city so are they going to be are they going to be bringing like their own like cameras for or you're going to be responsible for like getting media content there oh that's all me baby it's just me and my oh, sony alpha yeah, just me and my Sony Alpha. And I was actually thinking about possibly doing my TikTok for the event with the Sony Alpha. Okay. Um and just it's, it's a great it's a great it camera. That. I don't envy you because uh, like part part of the fun is bringing my again I love photography if, if I'm the dork like in the last row of the orchestra at, at the Met with like this 300 600 millimeter zoom trying to see if I can get like a good portrait of one of the leads on stage like a mile away you can imagine that I'm also enjoy okay maybe I can get a maybe I can get like a really good picture of Sundar Pichai but this time I'll be close enough that they'll think that oh wow you had a one-on-one face-to-face private meeting because obviously he, you would not have been six feet away no I wasn't six feet away I was actually 60 feet away I just have a really good camera and lens but if I had to like be there and somebody my editor was saying now I'm we're counting on you to get really great professional level clear focused well-exposed pictures that tell a complete story I would say I am definitely going to point the right end of the camera at the action. I will definitely be clicking that shutter button a lot, sir. I promise you. I'll be taking lots of pictures. As to what happens as a result of aiming the camera in the right direction and pressing the shutter button, I think that's up to God, really. And who who am I to claim to have (sighs) more power than God? That's blasphemous, sir. And I'm offended that you even suggest that. Yeah. Well, Andy and I were obviously talking just a little bit before we started recording about our upcoming meetup. So it's fresh <laughs> on the mind, yeah. but we still we still have two weeks to go. We so we don't weeks. have yep. to we don't have to go in into dreamland just yet. Yeah, we're, we're I'm hoping that I, I'm sure we'll work things out because uh, part of the conversation we won't we don't have anything to 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 announce or anything but we're trying to figure no. out the logistics of like recording a show together in person if that's even possible but it's 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 part of uh, like the irony or like negative coincidence 
of like when your friends are also when your friends are also there to cover the same event they also have the same deadlines and the same <laughs> like so it's yes. like oh great so the event will probably be over at one and i'm definitely going to be like writing until two or two thirty at minimum uh to say nothing of doing x y and z like maybe uh, like i could be at the uh, at the subway station when you grab your ride back to the airport it's 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 hard it's, it it's, is hard like, we're, we're, we're we're both like on timetables like and so we'll, we'll make it work we'll absolutely make it work uh dear listeners it's just that we don't as know. long as i get enough sleep that's yeah. it i just please god let me get enough sleep that's all i ask yeah <sighs> well we'll look forward to that that's we'll good. look forward to that now before before you yeah. before you start the show i think i i think i want to tell a story that is very very much google google related go ahead uh, yes. but it's it's my chance to vent because i have been like have you ever had like a, a negative response or negative interaction with the public about something you've said professionally and did you read my headline for my iphone review i certainly i certainly did <laughs> <laughs> i, I got said, a lot of negative what? reaction from that <laughs> You know what? There's a there there's there's a keyboard macro labeled controversial headline, and then there was another keyboard macro <laughs> labeled non-controversial headline, and you decided I'm not going to go for that second one. I'm going to go yes, for the first well, one. So yeah, listen, it's my job to attract people to my writing, and so it worked. But I want to hear this rant because no, so I exactly. I so, share I share it with you. So please start so us all, off. So all, all I'm saying is that sometimes I really have to voice like the I have to have that 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 conference meeting between uh ordinary person andy who says mm-hmm. oh my god you people are morons like what why why are you morons like this now i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna show you how stupid you kind of are here i'm i'm i'm, I'm over i'm overstating for, for comedic effect here but the, that's like part of like the conversation the other part is like now andy there uh, you you know that you're talking just as a regular individual, but they think that you're talking as somebody who fancies themselves to be a professional journalist and therefore fancies themselves to be above everybody else and doesn't respect other people's opinions. They're going to – whatever you say, no matter how factual and calm it is, they might view that through that lens. And so you might want to con- ask yourself if it's actually worth – and so, so what, what happened was that – um, I said basically on Twitter pretty much the same thing I said like on the show last week or the week before mm-hmm. about Tim Cook's comment about during the uh, during the the, the talk he gave uh, the the onstage interview he gave uh, at the conference about someone saying hey how come you don't support RCS my my I can't share videos with my grandmother and his response was oh you should probably buy your grandmother an iPhone and my and my my resp- my tweet was that yeah that's kind of a basically saying that that was a real I, I hate this word. I have not found a, okay, I'll, I suppose a better word than the word I was going to use is snarky. Like it was, it was way too snarky a response for the CEO of Apple when someone is making a very legitimate complaint about how, about lock-in and lock-in is a signature complaint people have about Apple that is hard for Apple to dodge. So rather than saying that, well, we just feel as though it's, it's a better solution for us not to do this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, Oh, well, give us another $600 and lock your grandma in the wall garden with us. <laughs> I thought that was kind of glib. And so I got so many responses. Some of them, some of them were fine and agreed with me. Some of them were fine and disagree with me, but so many of them were just Apple fanboy nonsense and just like stirring the pot of like FUD, you know, fear, uncertainty, and doubt about uh, about mm. RCS. And so I have to like, uh, so like I I was composing this like 
after like four days of these things coming in, it finally died down. So why don't I stir the pot again by basically, you know, refuting all this BS that people were saying. And like, I just wanted to like do a tweet thread. Say, okay, no, I, I know that's what you said, but nobody is ordering Apple to shut down iMessage and replace iMessage with an RCS only client. Right. We're only suggesting that just like uh, the iMess uh, the messages app on iPhones will fall back to SMS when it's not talking to another iMessage client. Why don't it just fall back to RCS instead and all of its wonderful mm-hmm. features? Nobody is saying Apple should stop using iMessage. No one's going to come into your come into your house and take your guns away. We're just saying that perhaps. And the one thing that really just annoyed the hell out of me is because I I, I I don't know if you hear this sort of thing too, but I hear this way more than I than I want to, which is basically saying, well, I, I've never experienced any problems with uh, my iMessage not supporting RCS. It must not be a problem. I, I've never, I can tell you, I have never once experienced this problem. And I'm saying, yeah, you know what? You might, maybe you never experienced any problem having to climb eight stairs to get into a restaurant or a public building. But the fact that you've never experienced mm-hmm. this doesn't mean that there aren't others who have experienced that problem. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. maybe that they're, they have legitimate things to complain about. Uh, and a, a friend of mine actually said, you know what? No, I won't use the fake voice because I respect this person. Like, 99% <laughs> of iPhone users don't know what RC is, RCS is and don't care. And I, I'm like, okay, yes, but you and I both know, like, just in video codecs alone, how many three-letter acronyms are, power, are powering all kinds of features. They don't know about and they don't care about it. They just want their phones to work better and to work well and supporting RCS. Well, and as I also, I don't think that, I don't agree with the 99% of iPhone users don't care about uh, about RCS. Uh, if you explain it to them as how about if, like, your communications were more secure. Also, I think that if you're talking to Android users who actually talk to people, who have friends and family with iPhones, that number might be different. Uh, and then the like I'll, i won't go through the entire thing but the other but another one was just oh there's no need for rcs because there's signal and telegram and whatsapp and i'm like oh my god like clearly like have you ever tried to convince one of your friends that like to to hey here is a messaging app that i would like you to use instead it will involve you involve you going to the app store downloading installing a brand new app uh, creating an account on this new service and then remembering to use it like whenever you want to send me a message or initiate a conversation uh, and like have you have it's like i have i have never tried to sell insurance or like multi-level marketing like scented candles mm. or anything to people i feel as though that would be easier than saying hi for people that i communicate with regularly in my circle of family and friends i would like us all to start using signal instead and then they would basically all like go into a private iMessage chat about what an idiot I am and how arrogant I am to insist that they all switch to a different app. So that's all I'm all I'm saying is that these are the things that I have not been tweeting in 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 return because as much as I would like to do that, sometimes I have to fall back to a little bit of self advice, a little bit of like self counsel, saying, "Okay, they wanted to say these things, they said these things. Now they're happy to just go away." And now you basically want to, uh, I don't know, I, I, I don't know whether I'm, uh, uh, I am uh, neglecting my responsibility by allowing that those responses to be in that thread that I created without a response. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I instinctively, I think that should probably say something else somewhere else, but it's like, oh, it's still annoying me that. 
like it's 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 just like this it's like this 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 popcorn hole that's between my teeth that's been there for like a day and a half now and like until i just floss the hell out of that tooth and get rid of it it's just going to be bothering me so i may as well just floss the hell out of that tooth as even though it might it might provoke a, a drop of blood i'm just going to have to get rid i don't want to have this 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 seed hole in my teeth anymore um a that's funny because i totally ate kettle corn right before we started recording <laughs> Um, and I was thinking about it. I may Sorry. or may not be flossing after this. <laughs> uh, the the other thing, Andy, is that I have been using iMessage uh, with these with the iPhone 14 review units that I have around. And, you know, sometimes I think to myself, why don't I just give it up and just change operating systems so I can just have iMessage with everybody? And like last night I was watching. um my absolute garbage television, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> and they, so like lately, a lot of the reality TV series will incorporate like the messaging as part of the narrative, you know, whatever is going on. <laughs> and so what is happening is we have all these like I message screenshots on screen. And so it got me thinking, I was like, every, <laughs> this is what I was thinking about while all these women were like screeching at each other. Every one of these women has read receipts <laughs> between each other. So they know exactly when one of them read something. They know exactly when one of them sent something. And if they sent a video or a photo to each other, it's in full resolution. <laughs> I was like, what? Nobody on this cast has an Android device. And it's true. It's like, it's a rare thing to see a housewife with an Android device. I get excited if I see one with a Samsung. But you know, it's, I don't know what it is about like the simple little mechanism, but I totally understand why Tim Cook made <laughs> the commentary that he did. No. Because he knows that that's what's selling devices and he doesn't care. Of course. He really doesn't care. And I think that's like the the big thing that grinds my gears a little bit about this conversation is that we keep arguing about it like we have any say in it when we don't have any say in it and that's what really sucks like that's what we should be angry about we should be angry about the fact that tech is not democratic we should be angry about the fact that you know a ceo can decide to keep its customers locked into something and that those customers will abide by the ecosystem and live life that way to the point that i'm watching a reality tv show that is <laughs> predicated upon this ecosystem like being closed yeah. Because that's how it keeps high quality messages going between, you know, the cast of characters. Like, it's mind boggling how deep this actually goes. And so there is no point in wasting energy on Twitter. <laughs> that's well, yeah, it's see, but that, <laughs> because but that, of that. But that points out like an, an, another thing. Like, I, I feel as though. I, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm a generation, maybe two generations separated from the hippies. Uh, oh, oh, and by the way, another thing, one person that I really just wanted to wanted to slap said, I don't, <laughs> I, don't under, I don't understand like the value of uh, tweeting about none of the thing. The, I, uh, you're clearly a boomer who doesn't understand blah, blah, blah. Uh, and therefore your, your points are not worth even reading. Well, I didn't mean it that way. No, I just no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, let, let, general... let, let, let me continue. So yes. I'm, I'm like, A, you're making an assumption about somebody based on like what generation they belong to, which 
is fundamentally BS on itself. Number two, yes. you were making an incorrect incorrect assumption about what generation generation I am. Uh, number strike number two, strike number three. You're saying that like there is no point in reading, uh, taking that, wasting the time to read what I said, but there was point uh, a point in like sending a response to what I said. Mm. So you're kind of an idiot, aren't you? Uh, but 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 to, but to, just to wind up this point, just to, I know we should be moving on. Uh, it's it actually highlights something that I think that kind of is kind of important. I know I sound like a I sound like a hippie when I say this, but like there is there if, if you, you talk about the system, capitalize the letter S in system, yes. and there are things that the system wants you to do, and things that the system hopes you won't do because the system wants to keep doing whatever it wants to do, and this is why I feel as though I have to keep making these points because. It is just as you say. Uh, a lot of people are uh, can you, you can figure out that look, Apple is has again according to internal documents, they know that this is a, a value lock in to prevent people make it make it harder for people to switch to Android or harder for to buy uh, Android phones for their family members and friends. So this is why they're going to keep doing it. But that does so it it is a futile gesture to keep pointing this out. They're not going to change, but you still have to make sure that they're still wearing that uh, they're still wearing the stink of it. Like they can't you can't you can't what the system wants you to do is to pretend you don't smell it or pretend that that's a normal smell and pretend that it's not sticking up stinking up the room. You got to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. remind people of that this is this is actually like the theme the unspoken theme of this episode is like it's a hap hap happy day because we don't have anything we don't have any real bummers nothing about how people speaking truth to power being shouted down nothing about how google is finally being held accountable for bad things that they've done in the past financially or ethically or morally anything like that. it's just mm-hmm. nothing but pretty much really good happy news so i feel as though we should like transition into this by since you brought up reality tv have you seen have, did you see like the the news story or the press release for there's like reality <laughs> there's going to be like a new line of special limited edition cheese it boxes celebrating like superstars of reality television if not check your check your check your slack because i posted the, the, he the sent me release. the press release Oh my God. I need to, I specifically went to Target yesterday to buy some special edition Halloween things. I've been having a really rough time of it lately. Um, Clearly I'm a dirty capitalist as well, but oh my God, now when I go back to Target, I need to find these things. Now Kellogg's as a company is terrible to its workers, but they are putting the face of reality TV stars on boxes of cheese it and I have to jump on this train. <laughs> oh boy, maybe I can buy it secondhand. It's it's kind of it's kind of the opposite of Wheaties because like Wheaties if you if someone's pictures on the Wheaties boxes because hey wow they've won like eleven gold medals like in the recent Olympics or they didn't they didn't do a, 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 they didn't make an, an athletic achievement that got all the got all the all the press and all the coverage and all the rewards but it was impressive enough that somebody found out about it and decided to put their their face on the Wheaties box the cheese getting your face in the cheese it box like oh my god I, I when i was a kid i i had like the the the, the cheese it box that had snooky on it from 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 mtv and i was like oh someday i'm gonna have an 
empty, vapid, artificial, completely manufactured persona that is so intense and so annoying and confrontational that they will put it on the cheese it box. Now, Ru- RuPaul is the other one that, of the of the of the, of the, the first class of of, of these. They're, they're she's two different. very she's different complete, genres. She's completely and she's she's completely different. She's like RuPaul is entertainment entertainment who started off in a, a at a period where being a uh, uh, being a being a drag queen uh who was a person of color is a drag queen was even worse than it is being today and so was, i think i just think that there were two i don't think that snooki as is in the same pantheon as rupaul i think that rupaul no i agree is but truly 100 percent original generations. And, yeah true yeah two different well, also, generations well, also isn't, isn't snooki also kind of like old for yeah like, she's younger, my age yeah no, no, a little I mean, older I mean, than for, me. She's I mean, older than me, actually. If, if you're if you're trying to get like uh, get get on the social media buzz, like viral TikTok stuff, like you need somebody that nobody right. out, nobody above the age of like twenty, someone who has like twenty million like Instagram and TikTok followers, but who nobody who is not following them has ever heard of. <laughs> you know, I don't know because according to Cheese It, uh, they both have paved the way for hundred percent realness on screen. Okay, now I I could take issue with that on a lot of different levels here. The hilarity of the drag of the art of the drag queen and <laughs> I feel like we should move on because we have like we so should much move Google News to get do, to. This is I'll, I'll put this on the agenda for that other podcast that we really yes. should start someday. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I agree. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna we're just uh, the 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 code the, the the development name for that as when it's just an internal development project should be like abort points from the Google podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but we we do have some oh, fun, boy. some nice stories that are Google related uh, in on <laughs> this week's episode. Uh, Google has a whole bunch of new hardware coming, and uh, we should point out that that's before they release the new hardware that they've already announced was already coming so it's new hardware but not the ones they're already talked about but haven't released yet uh and a uh new research paper from google ai uh i'm i flagged this for conversation on this week's show because i think it demonstrates what happens when you let researchers write papers after working from home for a couple of years and having complete access to the internet for all their downtown and distraction time while they're writing this research paper. Uh, And there's a new game that's also really, really cool. A lot of cool stuff. And we'll have that after this message. Thank you. This episode of Material is brought to you by Trade Coffee. Every day is precious, and we should all make the most of every one. They shouldn't start with mediocre grocery store coffee. You deserve to start your day with the best coffee you can make at home from Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee is a coffee subscription service unlike anything you've tried before because they partner with top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the best coffees in the country direct to your home on your preferred schedule. Your trade experience can be as simple or sophisticated as you want. You can quickly select from curated collections by roast, flavor profile, brewing method, and more. Their team of experts do all the work, taste testing hundreds of coffees from across the U.S. every month to curate over 450 exceptional coffees that make the cut. Or if you want something curated just for you, then take a minute and complete Trade's coffee questionnaire. You'll be expertly matched with your perfect coffee 
and a fresh bag of beans will be on its way. Now, so far, I've only had two orders from Trade Coffee. The first order was from Sight Glass, which is a coffee company based out of here in San Francisco, California. Of course, they were a hit. I've had them before, and I really enjoyed the roast they sent over. The one that I have that arrived this week is the Organic Driftless Coffee from Wonder State, which is based in Wisconsin. So it's kind of fun, right? Because you have this morning ritual around your coffee. And of course, I love to have my ritual be around trying something new, kind of a new experience, start something new to the day. And it's a coffee from another state. So it's like I get to take a little trip without actually having to take one. I also really like the fact that these come whole bean delivered to me so that I can crunch them up as I need to in my grinder. If I, you know, maybe I'm feeling like the French press that morning, or maybe I have the coffee, regular coffee machine out, I can decide how I make my coffee and I get to try a new experience from a brand I've never tried before. Trade is the easiest way to get your very best tasting coffee delivered fresh when you need it. And you've got nothing to lose because Trade guarantees you will love your first bag. If not, they'll work with you to replace it for free. So if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try Trade Coffee. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash material. That's drinktrade.com slash material for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. Our thanks to Trade Coffee for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. Well, there's there's a new Chromecast with Google TV. You you can be forgiven for having missed this news story because it looks exactly like like the previous Chromecast with Google TV uses the same remote as the Chromecast with Google TV. The only difference mm-hmm. is that this one is twenty bucks less. It's thirty bucks instead of fifty bucks, and it's limited to just like 1080 HD. It does not mm. do 4K video. Uh, it, um, it does have HD etched into it. Oh right, okay, okay. So that's how you can tell the two apart, by the way. Uh, and it only comes in the snow white, snow white? Yes. Snow whatever. white colorway. You know, I, I, <laughs> I was making the notes and made a notes that the the 4K version, you can also get the like vaguely green and the vaguely pink because I, I, I'm not, I don't want to disrespect all the work that went into creatively naming these colors at Google. I just don't have the energy to say what kind of, if I just say it's vaguely green, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I it's know like can, doing venti and grande at Starbucks. It's like, I don't have time for this. Like it's small, medium, large. I, okay? I just want, I, even <laughs> to this day, I just hold my hands apart. I want one of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Exactly. And yes. make the ice go only up to about this. Exactly. Right, exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so there's, there's that. Uh, it's, I mean, they're, they are pretty much identical. They also, they even went so far as to, I don't know why they have a comparison chart on the Google store site, by the way, it is 30 bucks. You can get it starting today. So you don't have to, uh, there's no pre-release or anything like that. Uh, and so there's, there's, there is a comparison chart where you expect that, okay, here's a list of features and there are checkboxes in some, not checkboxes in others. You might, that's what you expect. But there's like the there's checkbox every single line, feature for feature for feature for feature is like checkboxes in both of them. The only real difference that's in this comparison chart is 4K versus 1080. Uh, oh, and also like a three colors versus one color. So like you're really really hard pressed to figure out what the differences are. 
Um, this device was rumored for a couple of weeks from a bunch of different sources, mostly by the usual APK uh, uh, teardowns of whether they're referring to and whether the hardware specs that are sort of embedded in this one. So um, you might, I know you got a briefing on this, so maybe you know more about this than I do. What I got from online is that it's got the the HD version has uh, a gigabyte and a half of RAM instead of two gigs, which is what's on the 4K. They have it has a less powerful processor, but one that supports that the processor itself supports uh, YouTube's own, you know, let's make our own like codec protocol in natively in hardware, whereas the 4K one doesn't. Like, is there what's are there any other differences between the two? Yeah, I don't think there's anything that's very different besides the fact that one is HD and one is even more HD. <laughs> HD or <laughs> Yeah. The whole point of this the whole point of this device from what I understood uh what is to be that entry level affordable way of getting Google TV into the home without buying a new TV or buying one of the pricier uh, Chromecasts or Google TV set-top boxes. And so this dongle is going to compete exactly for the Amazon Fire TV stick, for the cheapest Roku's out there. It's going to compete against Walmart's house brand on. They make uh, Google TV streaming sticks. And they also have remotes and voice activation with them as well. So this is really just Google's way of saying like, wait, 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 no, we'll we'll make the hardware for you. And I think they're kind of hoping that people want the remote. I feel like the remote is the big thing that's differentiating these, some of these platforms from one another. I think you're right. For some reason. The remote and the assistant in the remote, I should say, because the Fire TV stick uses um, Amazon's which I'm not going to say because I don't want to trigger any. Alyosha. And yeah. yeah, and I never use that. Like I like the Fire TV Sticks interface hmm. actually a little bit more than Google TV for some reason. It just feels a little more fluid. Google TV sometimes feels like I have to walk through all the previews of what I could be watching. Yeah. Instead of just, like, just give me the apps. It's like, no, 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 here's the suggestions. And it's like sometimes... I don't know. It's yeah, but this is because I live with all these different platforms, so that's why I, I have preference. How would you know to have this preference? If- yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, you're, you're right. It is. It is a big deal because it's like once there, there's so much data that gets personal data and marketing data that gets transacted through like a streaming stick or streaming hardware. Every time I turn on Housewives on YouTube TV, I turn on <laughs> one of the DVRs. Right. That's telling some algorithm somewhere right. that this is what this person watches. Yep. So and then that adds it to like, here's what we should suggest, which is why I get so much garbage suggested <laughs> to me. Yep. I tried to watch Love Actor Lockup. <laughs> that I really tried and it was just too real. I was like, this yeah. is this is really bad. Like the prison industrial complex, like this is a terrible way for us to see this on TV. I'd rather see rich women getting themselves into hot water. Right. Anyway, it's, it's punching, it's punching <laughs> instead of people who society has failed. It's so, punching up. I, mean? so, it's right. like, I had to, you know, exactly. I had to stop watching uh, airline for the same reason. Like it used yes. to be on the A and E. I think they're still going in other places yes. because I, because I thought that it was, a, uh, it was a really cool, like early reality show where they right. really are just look, if we just hang out in airports for a long time, we will get enough for a bunch of half hour episodes. Obviously there was some 
that were manufactured, like where they, you know, they, they arranged for some, exactly. Production. But, but still, but I see the, the problem is that I realized that an airport is where so few of us is at our best. Like we, we are great people. We're wonderful people, but we got to the airport after being <gasps> mercilessly yeah. nickeled and dimed by the airline on this ticket itself. And then like, we're completely at the mercy of another of the airline industry that doesn't really care if they actually give us our seat or not, or what experience we have, or if we even get there. And maybe like we had a checkout of the hotel at 7am to make it to like an 830 meeting. And now we have to be back on a plane by noon and we haven't had much sleep and we haven't really had breakfast and you're not getting, you're, you're not getting me. If you, if I were to ever be caught on video, just having a complete like seven-year-old kid meltdown or two-year-old kid through a meltdown, it would be like at an airport. Cause that's the place where I have to, I, I often have to focus myself. And also, yeah. also it's, it's kind of like what you said, where a lot of it was like, uh, I still, Oh God, I still, I'll, I'll make this quick, but I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm enjoying talking to you too much. There's, I still remember this, this woman who clearly had, it's, it seemed as though she was at a very bad spot in her life where mm. like she had, she was there at the airport with her husband and her kid and she'd lost like her boarding pass, like on the, on the, the on the shuttle bus, like to get to the airport and they were being very nice to rebook her and, but they couldn't book her until the next day and she didn't have enough money for a hotel. And <sighs> she was like, she, as and it's like, it was like, ah, I shouldn't be watching this. They're not, they're not yeah. showing like rich people who are having bad days or showing a lot of people. So that, that, that yeah. was pretty much it. But yeah. So, <sighs> but so yeah, there's, there's a lot of data there to collect and Google wants to be there collecting at hands over hand over fist. Um, but it was the, the only other question. That, uh, so I, I'm, I'm curious to see like once, once people get the hardware and start playing with it, like one of the, the big thing that I wanted, I, I was wondering about was a, how much me. You can ask. Okay, how much how much onboard storage can, is there? My my big because my big complaint, one of the few complaints I I have about uh, by 4K yeah. uh, Google TV is that there is a point if you are using it for more than just like the mm-hmm. holy trinity of streaming apps, you will have to make the Sophie's choice where oh, I can I can only keep nine streaming apps. I I have to delete two of them. Which fun? Which fun? No, it's true. It's yeah. true. And if you have a kid that you share the Chromecast with. Right you would not believe how many of those apps there are for kids alone. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. you know, just hers take over the screen. I cast everything else to the Chromecasts. I can, I can have, I can have she Hulk or I can have captain Picard. I can't have both. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's TV. And I'll let you guys know what the HD version is like, because I will be reviewing it. So, nice. You can, I'll answer all your questions later. Okay. We will look forward to that. The other, the, 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 the other thing, which may be a self-answering question was that, well, look, you, you do realize you've already booked like a whole bunch of people to like come to New York and see you give a hard release new hardware. Why not just wait for a couple of weeks? But I guess that there, there, there's only so much time in the presentation in New York and there's only, only so much attention that they want to like, uh, and all the exploit. teams are different too. They yeah, have different deadlines and, you know, they probably, they want their time in the sun as well to yeah. be able to be proud of their product. So I, I kind of get it. And anyway, this doesn't compete with any of the Pixel devices. This is not a part True. of the Pixel family. This is a Google device. Good point. 
So like if they're, if if they're like making like custom cookies like for to give to to give out like as snacks, they won't have to have a different logo. They can just have one pixel logo. And just correct. Instead correct. of having like multiple like product mm-hmm. supply chains for, um, mm-hmm. but okay. So the other uh, really cool product news, I really love this one. Um, framework. Yes. There's a company called Framework. You might have heard of them. They're making amazing laptops that make Apple and like HP and everybody else look like fools. Because all these companies have been saying, well, I, you know, if we, if we made laptops that were easy to repair, if we made laptops that were, that had upgradable storage and RAM, you would not even want to use them because they'd be so thick and chunky and incompatible. And then the startup framework said, actually, we built one that is anybody can repair or upgrade with a simple hand tool. All the memory is on modules. All the storage is on modules. Even if you decide like after a year, uh, not just that you want more memory, but you wish that you had uh, both an HDMI and a DisplayPort connector instead of having four USB-C connectors, you can just pop out modules and pop them back in. And they're actually no bigger or heavier or, or more trouble than any other laptop on the market today. So I guess Apple and Samsung and HP, you're, I guess you're all just talking garbage, weren't you? I guess, maybe. Uh, so uh, Framework and Google had a joint announcement saying that Google was worked with Framework to create a Framework Chromebook. So it's based on the same hardware platform pretty much as uh, as the rest of their line, which runs uh, Linux or, or, or Windows. Um, now, these are going to be, as you might guess, kind of definitely on the premium side of things uh mm-hmm. so entry level like the one with like uh, no air conditioning and uh and, and factory stereo 999 bucks that comes with eight gigabytes of ram and 256 gigs of storage obviously i mean you can buy um, uh, ram modules and storage wherever you want it does come with a 12th gen intel processor core i5 which right. isn't isn't you know it's a little more than uh may exactly. not be a car with air conditioning but I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just, it can go fast oh exactly no i'm, I'm just saying the one the one where it's, it's not like a lawnmower the, the one where you, where you ask yourself do can i really get by in 256 gigabytes of storage if i'm spending a thousand bucks but but the thing well, is the like, whole point of chrome uh, yeah exactly it, it runs it runs lean and efficient although I, i'm surprised at how many times like i max out the storage on my chromebook it's, i know it's, I know, it's really I know. cool um but yeah no that that was that's an excellent point this is like the 2022 like alder lake intel cpus mm-hmm. that's always a, i'm always for, as, as an apple user like i'm always like, bip, 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 bip. okay it's saying it's an i7 but is it the really crappy one they put out four years ago or is right. it like the new i7 which would justify it being this expensive um it also has a three a three by two display like most chromebooks it's not like the super widescreen looking one the uh there's no touch screen no uh no pen interface which is something that's you the might bummer. Hope, yeah but uh I think I, I think I got I think I read this and you actually brought this up in your own Gizmodo article about it that it's hard it's it's one thing for uh, for framework to build a motherboard that runs Chromebook and is optimized for for Chrome it would be another thing to make the screen as repairable and as upgradable as the rest of their mandate if yeah. they also put like a, a touch screen in there so that's I mean that's a, yeah. that's a fair point exactly. But it does take away from like the the big point of using the Chromebook. So like one thing I want to mention about the framework, because I did review the framework PC laptop that came out last year initially, is that 
the construction of it really reminded me of the Pixel Book, which is why I liked it. It was like this compact, very thin laptop that you could carry in a tote bag. And I would love to get a laptop like that again. The Pixel Book is a little outdated at this point in terms of specs, um, which is a bummer. But it doesn't fold back into a tablet the way that the Pixel Book does. So it's not a replacement for it, but it does like, it does remind me of it. And so I I got pretty excited when I saw that this news was coming through because I just, I wonder what this could do for modularity for Chrome OS as a whole. I mean, imagine if we could get modularity to a point where it was affordable for schools to have that kind of device that they could self-service. Um, it's already so hard to get like new hardware approved and upgraded yeah. through schools. Uh, it's just, just so much I, I, I want I, to have happen because of this. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that, I had the exact same reaction where it's like, you know, and they also have that cool thing when they talk about upgradability, they mean like total upgradability where if you bought like uh the if you bought like the first generation uh, f- mm-hmm. uh framework laptop was that last year or the year before wh- whichever last year, yeah yeah so even so like even if a year later intel keeps like coming up with new and like faster processors they if if you decide that hey look i didn't think that i'd be doing like 4k streaming and live capture uh on this laptop but it turns out that i really have to do that you can just buy a 2022 like logic board and swap out your 2020 logic board with maybe the less the less good CPU in it and that's mm-hmm. your that's your you don't have to the case works fine all your memory modules and storage modules and interface modules work fine your screen works fine your power supply works fine why replace those just replace the logic board and so when i saw this announcement i'm thinking wouldn't that be really cool if like Two or three years from now, I decide that because like, I'm uh, right now. I'd be if I bought it, it would be like, oh, that's great because I really want to like continue use a Chromebook as my laptop. But I want to still like use my Mac. Like if two years from now it turns out that I really need to use Windows 12 when it comes out for whatever reason, like, if I get a new <laughs> job or something, it's like, wouldn't it be cool if I could take like this this Chromebook and just buy a new like logic board that has all the Windows certifications on it. And just as before, I'm keeping everything else. I'm just swapping out the stuff that prevents it from running Windows correctly. I don't I don't know that they would do that. But if there's a company that would do that, it would be a framework. They, they even sell you or will let you 3D print. Like after you do like your logic board swap, it's like, oh, by the way, here, buy, buy this case like, that will basically turn this into a slim PC because, hey, it's, if it's still if your old logic board is still working, you may as well like have it in the rec room for it to stream games on. And it's like, oh, I love you so much. Can I I can't I'm not in the market for a Windows laptop, but can I just send you like eighteen dollars so that you can buy like a box I of know. donuts for everybody? Because I want I want <sighs> you to feel loved. I really want you to feel loved framework. <laughs> I'm bummed that I didn't get a chance to ask them if it would be possible to like boot between different operating systems because you can have windows and Linux be on the original framework. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be cool to just have a laptop that could just serve all these purposes? You should, you should be able to do it with virtual. That's what I wanted for Chrome OS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, and I have to also admit that, that Chrome OS flex changes the game a little bit because mm-hmm. now if you do want like a quote, a premium uh, Chromebook and you are willing to give up being able to fold it into a tablet, it's like okay, so why not just get like last last year's Dell that some company just 
is putting on is basically recycling because they upgraded mm-hmm. everybody's notebooks to the to the latest spec, and then just upgraded to Flex, and it'll work just fine. So, but I'm glad I'm, I'm glad after last week when we had some bummer of a news saying that uh, Google is not as has uh, terminated its new uh, Pixelbook project right. that was apparently pretty far along and actually even broken up the team that built it, suggesting that no, there's going to be no more work for a team of people that knows how to make a Chromebook or a Pixelbook inside Google. It's good to see that Google is not just simply saying, okay, well, everybody, device makers, uh, good good luck. Uh, thanks for supporting Chrome, I guess. Yep. So, <laughs> so we got got information about a really cool free game, uh, and then again some some meme based uh, uh, academic work uh, coming up after this last break. Well, I said before that this is like the all good news, all like slap happy summertime fun time. Even though summer just ended a few days ago, uh, holiday special uh, of the material podcast. No bummers. So uh, I, I I this is good news. I just I just had to reflect on the irony that Google does a great job with games when they just go full on weirdo and they make a great game and give it away for free. It's only when they try to try to create like a a, a sensible product like Stadia that things start to go south. Uh, case in <laughs> case in point, a brand new, really cool game that just dropped today. We're recording uh, on uh, September twenty second on Thursday. Just dropped today, so I'm I'm basically my enthusiasm is based on playing with this game for about forty five minutes, and then reminding myself that oh, Andy, remember that you're you're recording a show tonight. You can't spend three or four hours playing a game. So uh, Google Arts and Culture uh, released a brand new game today. They developed this game in in co- uh, coalition with uh, Mexico's National Museum of Archaeology. They created like Man. a a really pretty and really cool platform video game, kind of like early Zelda games that teaches about ancient Mesoamerican civilizations. Don't turn away. It's not an edu- it's not, it's not an ed- strictly educational game. It's a fun platforming game that sneakily tricks you into learning some stuff about uh, ancient Mesoamerican, Mesoamerican civilizations. Uh, it's called The Descent of the Serpent, and it sends you off on a time-traveling adventure to retrieve 20 hidden objects, uh, I'm quoting here, in a multi-level maze of jungles, mountains, coasts, and caves. Um, it's Now, I, I do want to take a – <laughs> this is how my brain works. I'm loving this. This is before. So the opening scene uh, as I'm playing it, it's like you're in Mexico's National Museum of Archaeology, and you see uh, this sun calendar, this this sun circle from which these twenty objects are the are the central like circle in this in this traditional calendar, and like and you see like these objects sort of floating away, and this other like. Uh, archaeological object beckons you to oh these things have been lost like in uh, in in ancient history like could you like go but can i send you back in time you can go and like retrieve them and bring them back because the 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 foretelling the magic whatever says that if if they're not returned by sundown the world will be destroyed in a flood and so you have to get these all back for us by sundown and of course as the oh wow that sounds great to be sent way, 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 way back in time, hundreds of thousands of years to, and be responsible for saving the entire planet, even though I have absolutely no, I, just, I was in this, I actually came to this museum to learn about culture, but I guess now I'm just going to have to learn this language. I don't, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but now maybe it's because of like the reading I've been doing about uh, some scandals and some uh, response, people who have been taking museums like, uh, uh, like the Metropolitan Museum of Art and like the British Museum to task. <laughs> there's, there's, there should be like a grown up version of this game, like a sequel in which it starts off the same way. 
Only like someone says, yeah, you know that like it's nice that we have this little trinket at the museum uh, in our national museum of culture and heritage. But you realize that the reason why we don't have that much of an exhibit is because like uh, American uh, Americans, uh, American archaeologists and adventurers like came to our country and plundered our artifacts. The British colony, the British like decided to come in and plunder our basically all of our cultural history has been stolen and either sold into private museums of rich white people or put into the museums of rich whites uh, of rich white civilizations. And so, you know what? I'm going I'm going to go on a quest to like either browbeat uh, shame or outright steal all of your cultural artifacts, Mister S- Representative of your civilization, and do what's right, what, what is right, and return them to your country. I th- I think that would be an interesting twist on the game. I'm not sure how much buy-in they would get from <laughs> like whatever partners they would need to get buy-in from for this. <laughs> but the but the fact is that these museums have a lot of deeply deeply problematic and stolen cultural mm. relics that perhaps they should consider returning. Okay, we're gonna. Well, well, I now return you to the slap happy fun fun time sun time uh, <laughs> news. Um, but yeah, it's it's it is kind of like an older earlier version of of a Legend of Zelda sort of thing where you get at the start you choose between four like ancient like god mythological characters to 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 like play and so you're basically moving through like this terrain going through mazes sometimes dodging like things being thrown by monkeys and other animals and other like spirits and guides uh and along the way like solving little puzzles and talking to some of these mythological figures uh and to get from to find each of these 20 different things and return them to the sun uh, to the to the sundial uh and now the the educational element of this is that of course it's not just hey you can be a bunny hey you can be a doggy hey you can be a kitty it's like these four characters you click to find out like what is what it is about them and they'll tell you oh by the way this, this is he's the brother of so and so and he's known for slaying this god and it's kind of fun also along the way uh you're, you you can interact you'll interact with different people and different objects and artifacts from like this t- period of history that you've uh, you found yourself in uh, and i don't know if you call it a boss level at the end of like each level but like there are mythological figures that have been placed at the end of each level that will test your knowledge about stuff that you really should have been learning along the way uh, either by taking notes yourself or just like off the top of your head now obviously i haven't obviously it's been i only had like about like you know a half hour 45 minutes with this game didn't get very deep into it but it's i had enough fun that's like oh i'm gonna bookmark this and come back to it it was it was it didn't present itself as an educational game it presented itself as a game that uses like actual real history and information about culture uh to uh, as part of the gameplay element and as usual as any google Bruce game it looks really cool and there's really cool music in it and it's just wow this is free it's just like i can go to any either you can get on mobile by just it's, it's built into the google arts and culture app so just update the app or you can just go to the arts and culture page on google arts and culture.google.com it's listed under experiments but it's like it's right there uh, and it's definitely it's definitely worth playing around because it's a fun game and you can get it in like any browser it'll probably like sneak past whatever firewalls your 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 office or your school has particularly because it's it's kind of it's it's kind of educational but yeah i mean I, it got me thinking of so many of the really cool i i know that i'm not really a gamer sort of person so this is 
so keep that in mind as I say this, but a lot of the most fun experiences I've had playing games uh, on my phone or on my desktop have been just like when uh, the Olympics were in Japan. And so they did this big, like multi-week long mm-hmm. doodle champion Island games. I had so much fun playing that. The, the Halloween themed games. It was like, uh, what was it? Two years or three years where it's like, there's a witch's cat and he's learning magic. So you have to like reproduce like the motions of the wand and solve all these puzzles uh the you know the dino runner the infinite runner that's that's even that's pretty fun and i'm a simple person i don't i don't want to like have to spend three like three months and like eight thousand dollars in in-game purchases to like embed myself within this entire like infinitely scrollable like 3d immersive vr experience world whatever i just want something to keep my butt in the chair where I'm supposed to be and have 10 to 20 minutes to a half hour of distraction and fun. I don't want to have to think about, you know what? Had I made the right choices here, the rest of my tribe, they wouldn't have been slaughtered by those orcs. They wouldn't have, but no, I had to decide to use magic instead of trying to raise some troops. You know what? Next time I'm going to try to, okay, but maybe I will raise some troops, but that's not going to bring little Fjordal back. It's not, he's dead. Little Fjordal is dead, all because I decided to try to use magic. I don't need that. I don't need that. I got enough burdens in my life without feeling responsible and guilty for people who never existed. That's all I'm saying. Okay, you've clearly not played 500 hours of Skyrim like I have, uh, (laughs) because that's my favorite kind of gameplay. Also, by the way, they have a cute little like emoji learning situation, which teaches you about like hieroglyphics. So if you've got like kids around, um, I didn't learn about the Egyptian hieroglyphics until, well, this, excuse me, this is Mesoamerica, but I didn't learn about um, that stuff until like sixth grade. Mm. But it's never too early to teach children about pictographs and how emoji are essentially modern day hieroglyphics. I love this stuff as like educational tools. Yeah. And, and I love the fact that so many companies like they're, uh, there's a version, uh, the Assassin Creed, Assassin's Creed series, they do, when they place a, uh, place a storyline or place a, a, a version of the game in a historical avenue. They do so much research and so much work to get that world accurate that they even produce an educational version of that world that schools can just get, I think, for free, which is not like, hey, I'm an assassin. I'm here to kill people. It's like, no, you can basically here. Here is like this port of call. Uh, under the control mm-hmm. of the Royal Navy in 1730 in the Bahamas or whatever, just walk around, watch people in their daily life. That's fine. And it's like, my God, it's like, it's like when you find out, it's like when you remember how hard, how much difficulty you had, like learning calculus, even with calculators. And now you have kids mm-hmm. who have, uh, who have access to like 3d graphing calculators mm-hmm. and all of these like modeling programs. Like if I, if I knew how cool like this function was, in three dimensions and how interactive it could be, I might now be able to read like AI research papers without like being completely confused by every single time there's a symbol. <laughs> in, 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 have in you a section seen of the paper. new? Have you seen the new graphing calculators? They're so much more capable than the TI eighty six plus yeah. that I was required to have. They you can code on them. Yeah, you can, you can write Perl or whatever. I don't also because i love i love how they're they're convincing like nerds nerdy kids uh, or or even just kids who are not nerds yet but have nerdy potential to say Mm -hmm. gee 
I bet I can get like this like multi dungeon crawler 3D game like ported to this. Yep. And yep. then they they figure out how to install it, and they're playing it, and then they figure out how to modify it, and now like they're trying to, and even just trying to. I bet I could cheat with this device if I created like a fake <laughs> interface that looks like the graphing calculator, but is actually a front end to Wikipedia. Uh. And then yes, they're cheating like hell, but they're learning, but they're doing so much more work than they would have done had they actually like read those three chapters about the solar system. And I pre- I totally appreciate that. I totally appreciate that you spent like four entire like work days creating this 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 app to commit a fraud against your teacher and the school system instead of spending four days four hours like reading this chapter you will go far in this world because you're motivated by they can't make me do this they can't make me do this four hours of work i want to do these 40 hours of work to show them that they can't make me do this four hours of work that those are the people who 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 spin the spin the (laughs) turntable upon which the universe spins um Okay, last thing before we go. Uh, and speaking speaking of like research papers, uh, I mm-hmm. love this. Now there is a, uh, there's, I found this on the uh, uh, Google AI research blog. Uh, Google Research they published a brand new research paper a few days ago. Uh, it's uh, details an innovative method of inferring an object's three D structure and shape from just a single two D image. So you just get a two D image, and with you didn't collect any other data about the shape of this uh, this uh, this image. And here is a system or a proposal for how you can extract three D data and reconstruct the three D object from this two D image. Um, and it is interesting because the method achieves novel view synthesis by combining generative latent optimization. Uh, that's GLO. That's a general method that learns to reconstruct a data set such as like you know, a set of two D images or pictures by co-learning a neural network and table of of, uh, of codes or latents that is also like an input to the decoder and also combines that with neural radiance fields which these are uh, more widely known as NERF uh, NERF it represents an object with a neural network that outputs color and density for each point in the 3D space and the color and density values are accumulated along rays you're using one ray for each pixel in the 2D image and then you combine those using a standard computer graphics volume rendering to compute a final pixel color but the most important thing about that is that all of these operations in this new system they're differentiable which allows for end-to-end supervision now obviously i understand nothing of just what i said what i did was i cut and pasted some sequences of letters and punctuation uh, from the paper that sounded kind of brainiac-y but what actually caught my eye about this paper was the title Uh, the title the authors call this new technique i'm quoting here learn from one look neural radiance fields which they helpfully shortened to lol nerf lol nerf (laughs) (laughs) and uh, and and of course they want to show you sample 3d animations about here's some just a regular regular photos we took of portraits uh, that we were able to turn into like 3d objects and now we're showing you these rotated in 3d and of course they all the sample images are like kitties and doggos um and also further down in the paper they have to illustrate uh, that again, if you're trying to extract 3D information from a 2D image that you don't have any more data from, if it's like a human face, that there's like a, an existing algorithm or existing system, so that if you can locate five different landmark points on a face, you, the system understands enough about what a face is shaped like to extract that sort of stuff. And so, but <laughs> these sample images are with, which show here's the human face with these five data points that have been calculated. They show a picture of Britney Spears and Danny Trejo. So, <laughs> was that Britney? Wasn't it Britney? Is that Britney or is it Mandy Moore? Ooh, I, I could be wrong. I could. I, th- it doesn't uh, Danny, look like either of them, actually. Hold on, I'm going to Google image this. Yeah, 
I, d- I don't want to be mean. It's just that it looked like Britney Spears older and maybe who's had some work done. Okay. That's, and so I could be, I could be very, there's, there are a lot of people yeah, that no, I knew what they looked like Britney. at some point in their lives, but again, they might've had some work done that they're happy with. God will bless them. They're perfectly fine. That's absolutely fine. But make, makes it harder for me to like, I'm going to find own. out who this is while you talk, keep talking. Anyway. Cause I have to do yeah. some, <laughs> yeah, please, please do. Cause that was the one Danny Trejo can only be Danny Trejo. So that's, yeah, that's, no, that's it's easy. definitely Danny Trejo. But so, so yeah, so these are like meme based <laughs> like research samples and it's like I'm, I'm i'm just wondering like not worrying just you know just wondering if this might be a sign that like if you want to understand anything that anybody's saying in any context even a research paper you're going to have to understand like all the memes everywhere like it's, it's not gonna be that, that memes are no longer going to be like sort of a sidecar of a, a funny little detour into like explaining a concept it's like no you're gonna have to absolutely know why this picture with these like added like user labels on it like means something is explaining some, an important point of the argument that they're trying to make like if they, they like u.s senators are going to like be present be debating debating stuff on the floor of congress by saying that you know like uh, when i look at the appropriations bill and how the how the united states system of the fiduciary is being leveraged against its foreign foreign loan program all i can say is (laughs) look at that broom it's gonna be orange and applause and acknowledgement by most people in the room and people what i was oh that that's become that's from uh that's that's from an old sid and marty croft cartoon that was on reddit like eight years ago and now the appropriations committee is kind of using that and if, if, if i feel if i feel a little bit like defensive it's because i am on reddit a lot and there's this like there is this one meme. oh i am too don't worry yeah no, but but this this is one. So maybe you know this. Like, there's a there's one of the, I understand the concept. The one of the hey, there's this attractive woman walking in the foreground. There is a man and a woman like walking away yes. in the background. The man is looking at the attractive woman. The uh, woman's the man's <laughs> partner is like looking at the man, saying, "What the hell is wrong with you?" And yeah. it's like, hey, this is and it's like, hey, look, the attractive woman walking in the foreground is the RTX like thirty ninety graphics card, <laughs> and the woman is the RTX twenty. 70 graphic card and the guy is like a gamer like okay i get that that's that's self-evident but then like there'll be things like there's like a, a, a frame grab from an anime and it's like a like a young like a teenage boy or young man with dark hair and glasses who's holding up his hand and there's this butterfly that's like either landing on his hand yes, or taking off from yes. his hand and he's looking at the butterfly in wonderment and again, it's like, hey, here's a label for the butterfly, a butterf- and a label for the guy, and maybe another label for like the house that he's staying. And I have no idea what I'm supposed to think about any of this. Like, is he letting is 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 he letting uh like Marvel Universe Phase Four go, and he's happy <laughs> about it because he's I. I I don't know, or it's, or it's like the butterfly is Marvel Universe Phase Four, and he's and he doesn't he's happy because he's a fan, but he doesn't realize the butterfly is about to eat his face off because that's what happens. I have no idea what they're trying to convey, and I sort of like in this meme, I've seen like the ghost of Christmas future of my own like obsolescence as a human being. Like the language has all changed, and I have no idea what anybody's saying. So that's what it, that's what I got from this paper from the Lalnerf paper. 
Uh, I'm starting to feel that way for what it's worth. Um, and I also went, by the way, and I looked at the data set that they used. They're from Celeb A, the Celeb oh, right, A right. Data, data set. I think these are just faux celebrities. Really? I don't think these are the actual celebrities. That that has to be. You mean like, well, that's clearly Danny Trejo. Oh, no. They're obtained from the internet, which are not property. Oh, they're not property. Okay. They're not responsible for the content. Okay, never mind. See that's the that's, see that's that's what I that's what amused me about this whole thing. It's like they could have like just used synthesized faces or just gotten like stuff. There's like a, a stock data sets that Google has access to of real faces that they have licensed. Right. It's like, but no, they said no. We're going to use Dan- Dandy Trejo. No, so we're creepy. Use- by the way, they have licensed faces. You ever think about that? Like, that's our future. Yeah. Like, this is with NFTs and all this crypto stuff. Well, my, Sorry, my, I'm talking low now because I got a text that Mona passed out early tonight, so I can't be loud. And okay. But <laughs> you're, just, you're fine. She can't hear you from out there. Oh, that's too bad. That's I was going to say that my, my face should be licensed. It's been referred to as a deadly weapon. Hey-ho. <laughs> and that, uh, and if you want to like email and say, send me reassuring messages saying, oh, my God, Andy, I know you're just trying to be funny, but you are – a perfectly okay looking human being. I don't know why you should be self-deprecating because you know, all the things you, do, uh, you just go mm-hmm. to uh, relay.fm slash material. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you can get that email address. You can also go to that, uh, that uh, URL to sign up for uh, and become a member of the relay.fm podcast family. Uh, they'll be supporting us, uh, supporting every, the entire relay FM network, a little bit more money in our pockets, which is always nice. You'll also get access to special members only episodes that are produced by everybody, just us and everybody else. As we keep threatening, we, we, Flo and I keep coming up with great ideas for a bonus episode. So there's gonna we're gonna I think we're just gonna like book a day to just do like nineteen of them all. As at once. soon as I as soon as people just stop announcing new phones, which is happening. It's happening. We're coming to the end. It's new phone season in which where it's it's we've already had the Apple event. Like the the, the highlights are Samsung's new phones, Apple's new phones, mm-hmm. and then Google's new phones. After which you get like sort of like the elephants at the end of the parade where right. they're they're put there because they know everybody knows that they're just going to be dropping crap all over the place so you may as well just mm-hmm. have them at the very end they're just there to like sort of feed on the remaining scraps of attention that people have after and these are like, well cared for elephants by the well way cared for. the they're, unionized elephants i should i should say that they are they uh, they're uh, they're they're one of those like uh, uh, like French like puppet puppetry groups that makes these huge scale yes. puppets. They're like actually mm-hmm. made of rattan and covered with canvas mm-hmm. that have been sourced correctly. Oh, we're mm-hmm. gonna we're just gonna miss. I I, I promise we're finishing the show because I said do it, but we're just gonna miss the the there's there's like a two or three week event in which this like puppet of a little girl that is like 20 feet high and operated by multiple people like inside and outside of it like is like arrived at LaGuardia airport and there are like scenes that have been set up and arranged for a storyline as we follow her as during her visit to New York and it's not like it's not like Madeline or something like that she like represents like an immigrant child it's not all heavy but like, oh my gosh and it's, and it's an amazing thing where it's not like an animatronic where you're supposed oh she looks exactly it looks exactly like uh-huh. like a 20 foot it's like again made of like rattan and like, like the Lion fabric. King puppets Lion King like, Broadway like, puppets like, like that or but or, but better 
So like you mm-hmm. can, but that's part of like makes it like quite so magical. And then another, and there's, you'll see like, there's a webpage. I should find, I'll find the URL and, and make sure I give it to you. But there's like a September, September 12th. They don't, I don't think they actually say where she's going to be, but they give you hints like, oh, and then she finds out that oh, there's, I she see. finds out that there's a place where she can look at, uh, she can, uh, she can uh, uh, see like animals playing in the water and she's drawn to it where she meets another visitor and like this whole this whole scene that's going to be set up in which it's like I've, I've seen this i've seen the same group do things like with other uh like even larger puppets in other cities and it's like oh i wish this i wish i lived in new york or i wish that i were going to be in new york like it's, it's going to be over with like she, she's going to re, she's going to return home like a week before like we get there but it's like <laughs> this this is the sort of stuff that you're hoping to get like by being as part of a civilization in a city like you want to you want to suddenly like not know beforehand that there's going to be in, in this other show that they did like uh, literally a 40 foot high different little girl that's just walking through and then meets like her father who's like a 60 foot high puppet of someone in a like a like an antique like deep sea oh, diving geez. costume that's some real that's some real tugging at the heartstrings yeah it's like oh my that's- god there's a I I worked so hard over the past 30, 40, 50 years to snuff out all sense of delight and wonder and capability in my soul. And damn it, you found that last remaining ember and you've, you've fanned this flames into a new furnace furnace of joy. Damn you. (laughs) Damn you for now making me expect more joy out of life. (sighs) Anyway. Yes. So that's, that should be our show this week. Uh, Flo, is there anything, anything uh, you'd like people to uh, take a look at on Gizmodo or elsewhere this week? I'm just going to remind everyone flowrights.tech is how you can find my bylines at Gizmodo. And I wasn't all about Android this week. So if Yay. you want to go check check out that episode from earlier this week, please do. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I am off uh, Boston Public Radio this week. Mm-hmm. Be back on next week uh, uh, on for uh, Thursday. Uh, Thursday at quarter to one, go to WGBHnews.org to watch, listen to that live or later or any of the other stuff I've been doing for WGBH for the past three or four years, or go to Anatko on Instagram or Twitter to find out what I'm, what my synapses are misfiring and directing me to say, write, photograph, and share at any given basis. That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening to us this week. We hope you listen to us again next week. Until then, have a happy, safe, healthy, happy, safe, healthy, wonderful, and joy-filled seven days with or without the giant little girl puppet. Bye-bye, everyone. (laughs) 